dancers, the midnight glancers, and the topless dancers, the can of free car packed with speakers, the cheese with the forties and the chicks with beavers, the northern lights in the southern comfort, and it don't even matter if the fame's a bump, I said it's all good, and it's all in fun. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and a very happy Friday to all of you, and welcome to the Morning Show with Jed Snow. I'm your host, and my name is Chipwreck, and I'm here. I'm over, and I'm tired, but I'm here. She's here. Here. I'm here. I tied. I tied. I tied. Good morning, everyone. So we've got Dee Baxter and Kristen and Ginny and Sonia. Sonia even got up this morning. I think she was here well before me. Alex, welcome to the live, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. I tied, I tied one on last night. I got, so I have merch. USA Glitty Kitty, good morning. I have merch. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, the merch link in bio or in, in description. But um, I bought, I made glasses, like the pint glasses yeah, with awesome. the beer. Glasses are awesome. They did. They turned, and I ordered samples. Good morning, Purple Princess. Kristen, good morning. I ordered samples and um, they came yesterday. Good morning, everybody. Oh my God, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody on TikTok. If you want to catch the other half of the live, you'll have to come to YouTube. The link is in my bio. I love your faces. Thank you for being here and good morning. I am, what was I going to say? So I wanted to use them because like I just got them and I was all excited, but the, it didn't look good with seltzers because seltzers look like water because essentially that's what they are. They're water with love calling them. And so I bought, well, we, I bought Coronas and then I turned on National Lampoon's Christmas alive. Vacation alive. and well, it was just. It was just game. Oh, are we live? Yeah, we're live. What are you? What are you doing? Oh my gosh. Okay. We live. Are we here. I hit the button. It says okay, that you're in the show. Good morning. But anyway, everyone can see. I, we're, yeah, we're in the show. We're in the show. We are here. We are. God, it's Friday. Welcome. Yeah, five thirty came too early. Welcome. Welcome to the. I did. I slept into five thirty. I was up at like. I was up at five, but it was like, because, you know, I slept, but I didn't really, like, sleep. You know what I'm saying? I like, oh, some... yeah, I know what that but is. But anyway, so I did. I see my, usually my I tied. I... Well, I know, but you're, you're not a big drinker anymore. Like, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have to back down because we're going to have to. Good morning. Grand Rising. Good morning. I'm going to have to, like, ease up because this was, uh, I'm going to have to dry out. <laughs> And then it was an accident too. Like it was just an accident. It was supposed to just be for the photo op for my my cool shipwreck show pint glass. It hits your lips. It's so good. Like, oh, this tastes really good. It and then after the second one, I'm like, yeah, we're doing all right. Like we're doing all right. We're doing okay. Okay. We're doing all right. Save the neck for me, Clark. I'm like, you got you, cousin Eddie. What's up? Man, I'm going to town on these Christmas shows. You know what? If I get to the second drink, you guys are all getting texts. I think I'm drunk. <laughs> that, I'm, don't, I'm the worst friend. I am the worst friend to text when you've been drinking because I'm like, if my phone's usually on silent. I have a lot of my notifications off. So if you message me and you're like, ship, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I can't. What is that? What's the, what's going on? What's the sound? Oh, we got sound. The sound the I I I may not see it, so don't ever call me for help. Like if you no, know, no, or don't and don't call me for a ride. Like, I'm just telling you that I'm now drunk. Like it's that's my thing. I'll like think I'm drunk. That you, you I make content. Drunk. There's no like you know. She thinks she's drunk because now in my brain I'm like 
I don't know. Am I? Am I not? Oh yeah, I am. I'm gonna move you guys over here. So I'm also live, on, and I can't see. I can't see them without looking down. That's better. Okay. Okay. Also, Good morning. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Yeah. It's the okay. Wait a minute. I got. I have a thing. So I got a thing. So really quick, you guys. Everything is in the bio. So make sure you visit us at strictlypatriots.com. The links are all in the bio. Jen Snow, you are also starting a almost like hypnosis training. Well, thing and i've got listen you clowns like all, all of you i get comments i get dms like i don't know how to meditate i don't know what to do and i nearly need help and but then it's like well and i can't afford it and it's like okay so jen jen put this class together for you people you are you i she's good morning during covid the beginning of well you did but this is your tuesday night classes and i'm opening it up out yes. i'm opening it up to you guys so that and it's basically she'll teach you how to meditate and what that kind of looks like, and then let teach you how to take it and what it looks like for you, because I think meditation is different for everybody. So Marley says, when you smuggle out of Canada, we're going to make I that know, happen. I know, it's, They might have to, I don't know, this Canada is getting like, ah. Yeah, it's getting weird. Y'all are getting, I'm going to stay in my Americas for now. It, it, it's getting, it's intense here. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not fun right now. But you know what? Um, Canadians yeah. are standing up. Canadians are standing up. There's a you know a movement is happening. So hopefully we can, and they're not being as passive passive as everybody thinks that they are. No, so well, they're not like just bent. They're not just bending it over. And, well, like you know, ninety percent are, but there's a ten percent that aren't. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know much about Canadian politics. I'm going to be really honest. Other than than you don't do things like we do things here in the states yeah. because here in the states it it's like a trickle down effect so you've got your federal government and then mm -hmm. you've got your your states essentially and then you've got your counties and then you've got your towns and then you've got your and then we've got like congress and we've got like the house and the senate and i don't you know and i'm not even going to pretend that i know a lot of that that's why i bring texan on because he does he's the smartest political guy i know so he helps me learn stuff but what in Canada, it's not like that though. It's like you got Justin Trudeau, and then he got, comes out, and takes his shirt off, it whips everybody with it. And COVID restrictions. Oh, he's like, knock it off, Justin Trudeau. Like I'm gonna come over there, and it's gonna be some shipwreck shit. You know what? It's it's just it's gonna yeah. I don't even know. It's I don't even I know. know what Justin Trudeau is doing right now. Um, you're just not a violent person. You're just creating a lot of hate and separation, and we just have to make sure we're the ones that go no. I mean, really, ultimately, it's us who have to decide, no, we're not going to hate each other. No, we're not going to separate from each other. No, we're not going to play that way. So, Right. There's more of you than there are of them, and that's where we are here in the States, and it's starting to shift. And, it's taken you know, forever, but it starts. Yeah, it, you know, it doesn't, your choice is your choice. You choose you because mm -hmm. you're going to choose what's best for you, what makes you feel centered, grounded, safe to be able to live life, go to work, go out in the world and feel at ease, right? That's right. all. Uh -huh. Whether uh -huh. it works, doesn't work, I don't want to argue it with anybody because really, that's not going to change. We're done. Well, we're, we're, we're not arguing it's with people. Mind if you want it and you've taken it, right? You've taken it for your reasons and you've not taken it for your own reasons. And we still love you. Each other. Let's stop hating each other. Because if I go out with you and I sit in a car with you, I realize I run the risk of getting, I mean, I've already had it. Right. 
but I know mm-hmm. I, I take that risk. I take that risk knowingly. Okay. I probably, I think I had it too. And you have people over. I know. Hey, I can back out. I can bow out and say, Hey guys, I'm just not going to tonight or I show up. It's my choice. You, you right. give me, I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to sit there. I, I actually wonder about that. Cause everybody's the, you know, people t- say that to me. Well, I don't want to be the one to kill you. Okay. What? Um, first off, if I die, I know where the hell I'm going. So mm-hmm. like beat me up, Scotty. Let's go. We're getting on the ship. Get on the ship. I got too much to do. I'm not going anywhere. But if it happens, it happens. And I can come back and mess with people. I mean, come on. Yeah. They won't be able to see me. The things they do stay out of the shipwreck room. I mean, I'll, I'll have to replace you. I'll have to replace <laughs> I got a question really quick. So how do you feel about Dr. Oz running for the Senate in Pennsylvania? So this doesn't really affect Canada, but I feel like whatever. I mean, anybody can do whatever they want. And, and just because he was a, like, uh, oh my God, it's so early. So <laughs> he's a, wait, I do know who Dr. Oz is. The, you TV know, the TV guy, he's a TV doctor just because he was like, a TV star or whatever. And, and now he's going to get political. Doesn't it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know that much about him or what like his policies are. Cause I'm not in Pennsylvania, but um, it, yeah, we talk about Teddy Roosevelt was a TV star or not Teddy Roosevelt. Um, it's too well, early for this. God, where's Tex? I don't Who know. was the TV star? Help me. There was there. Uh... Well, don't anyway, Teddy, well, Teddy Roosevelt, this, I always go back to cause Teddy Roosevelt, probably presidents in history. Probably It'll my be- favorite. He used to fight bears in the White House. I mean, you can't, I mean, he used to have like sparring matches. Like they would set up these whole weekends and there's pictures of him fighting other people, like as he's president, right? Bear buck knuckled just, and he was just a very man, man. Like, and he went Did and he's he, doing that now. That would be like, no, that would be, this not is, would, yeah. I feel like this, this is a good topic for You want to talk about toxic masculinity? <laughs> Triggered. We should talk Triggered. about toxic feminine. We can well, talk they go hand in hand. hand. They go hand in hand. So with with Doc Theodore with Dr. Oz, um, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'd have to look at it. Like if he was running for the state of Iowa, I'd be a little more inclined to to probably it know will be more. But... See what his side is and his take on all this is. It was Ronald Reagan. Thank you. Raquel says he's deep state, and he might be. But like I said, I haven't looked into Dr. Oz other than he used to work a lot with Oprah. And as soon as I think of that, like, and I know Oprah is a big part of some of the garbage that's going on um, in Hollywood. So can, and nobody knows where she's at anymore because, you know, you know, well, when you know, you know. So anyway, let's talk about, let's talk about, this has been, this has been kind of the, I had a, I had a meme on Instagram blow up this last week and a half and it had to do with um, like masculinity. Let me, I can actually pull it up and I will read it off to you, but it had to do with like men, Oh, she's gone. Am so I gone? Are they, am I gone? You're, well, you, oh, there, you're back. I'm back? Yeah. Am I here? Are you're we good? Here. You were stuck I'm here. I'm stuck here? Okay. Well, as long as you can still hear me, it doesn't really matter. Face. Uh, my O face? Oh, stop it. <laughs> we're not here. Shall we're going to read the meme. Oh, oh, oh my God. I got to go watch that movie today too. Okay, here we go. Uh, so the meme said, they know that a society of strong men would never allow what's happening. That's why masculinity was attacked first. And that resonated with me a lot. And because 
masculinity i feel like the 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 the, like we talk about the divine masculine like the protector and the you know the guy like the superman like we always looked at men even as little kids we looked at, at our little girls that was always kind of the thing like we looked at men to uh kind of be the one to, to step in and and lead and protect and they did they and i've had a lot of people in the comments and they're just going back and forth that toxic toxic masculinity doesn't exist but it does and it was created by toxic feminism and i i've never called myself a feminist but i i do firmly believe in equal pay because i do because i've done equal the work but at the same time there's some psychological things that go into this, like women are not very good at negotiating. We tend to negotiate from emotions and we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to like overextend. We don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't want to hurt business. anybody else's feelings, but I've never been that way. Like I know what I can do and I know what I'm worth and I'm know what you know, we're going to talk about. I'm never going to put an offer on the table first. I'm going to wait for you to offer and then I'll counter. And this is, and that's a man's world type thing, but they, that's, I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Thoughts, Jen? Go, 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 go. Well, go, go. Thoughts. I think that both sides are messed up. I think that women have gone to an extreme where we have to become so hard and so rigid that we forgot how to be soft and gentle with ourselves and the world around us. And I think mm -hmm. on the other side, men have gone to the their extreme too because when we go one way, the imbalance is going to happen on both sides. Right. Right. And here it is. And I see this and I've seen it and, it, you know, and it happens and it happens on both ends. So I'm not saying, you know, one's responsible more than the other, but I have a, a lot of older friends um, that really, I don't know if it's unhappiness that drives this, but their dislike for men and the, the need for the power struggle really, you know, sabotages their relationship with their partners or their you know or they're even their it does partners. um oh hello right. and it's good morning unhappiness on both sides it's so deep and so raw that when you're in that environment constantly fighting because of what you know you're carried forward from your great great grandmothers to your, your grandmother or your great great grandfathers to your grand like it's just yeah, men were never allowed to be soft and powerful at the same time. And the Morning Stone and women weren't, you know, they were just supposed to be soft and unpowerful. And now, we, you know, there was this transition when women said, I'm taking back my power, I'm stepping in. But sometimes that's gone to an extreme where you're, you're in this constant phase of man hating or people hating, mm -hmm. in my opinion, because you're people hating at this point. It's, I, I, see, I see it as more of a man hating you know, and then well, and then men almost taking on that beta role while the woman steps into an alpha well, male role, and that's this is, any, that's where I'm at. Like we got a lot of men out here who nobody who wants anybody, yeah, that's gonna protect. Yeah, like, yeah, like it, if you're constantly yeah. being beat down, whether you're female or male, you're going to start shrinking. Like it's just going to happen. Right, it happens. Right, and. We have to get out of that. We have to get again hate and separation, right? It's another form of hate and separation. Right. And yes, the movements on the wood, like you know, to be equal. I understand it. I'm not, you know, downgrading that movement. But we need to stop yeah. living but in I, the I, stop living in the past. The yeah, past I think it. I think we are. In my opinion, I think that the 
the movement, you know, I, th I think it was, I think it was, is taken and then it was given an agenda. And I do, mm -hmm. I do, I do honest to God in my heart place. And this goes back to, because, you know, we, we're doing the spiritual stuff now and there is a lot to the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And I'm diving into the divine feminine stuff right now because I want to tap into that a little bit more. I want to be more soft. It may or may not be content. It probably won't. Sorry, guys. But I feel like that side, you know, would be more of like, a, you know, like people that I have connections with. But I, I feel like it was attacked and I feel like it was done on purpose. And I do feel like it was there. It was done to remove the the protection of of for the women and then the children. There's children on top of this. And then and a lot of people then came at me like some guy on stupid Instagram was like something about how I love it, how chicks act like they're so tough and something about penile envy. And I'm like, listen, I wouldn't be here with my big ass balls if I didn't have to be. But I feel like I have to be because we've got an entire like we got a bunch of, of men out there who are not willing to step up to the plate. I know that you go back and forth because they say they get beat down and it's really hard to I don't stand up for yourself when you're getting beat down. I just think that I do souls have been beat down in in relationships, whether it be intimate relationships, work relationships, personal relationships, that right. you know, and it's carried over. I don't think it's just one generation. I think this is uh, a like a um, a line of learning. Like, right? You have to like you've learned this. We learn from our fathers, or they learn from their fathers. You know, four you know, four months, right. and it's just the what you've been taught. It's not necessarily right. who you are inside, and you have to like. That's why I think coming into the present and finding yourself is going to change everything because you can be masculine and soft at the same time. You can be powerful and kind at the same time. You can be compassionate and in war at the same time. You can bring that together. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, you know, there are veterans who probably will disagree, but there's pieces of you that get stripped away, but you can bring those pieces back and you can come back to here. And if we get here, we're not fighting each other anymore. We're not fighting the system. There, no system can fight us because you're whole. And that's oh, yeah. why. I'm trying to try to drill that into people's heads. They want we're you to be fighting each other. Side. You know, they want you to be here or here because if we're here and here, we're not united. We're not in harmony. Right. When humanity gets into harmony, when we stop living with the earth and not living on the earth, when we start living with each other, not living against each other. I know it sounds utopian and everybody's like, it's not possible, but it is possible. We have to unwind what we've been taught, what we've been programmed, what, you know, this, what the, you know, generations have been programmed. We have to unwind all of that. And I and think so that you're talking, I mean, and you're talking about like when it talks to, when you're talking about the, the masculine portion of this, so you're talking about men in history were taught that basically not to feel their emotions. They need to shove their emotions down. Da, 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 right. That's, and then that's we've, so now like, so we talk about the toxic masculinity because that's where that started because then it's like, well, Toxic masculinity. And initially it was just that it was about teaching men to, to be able to feel their emotions and show emotion without feeling like they were getting, you know, like I learned it from watching him because he, his emotions, he wasn't able to express them till closer to the end. Mm -hmm. Like I, growing up, he was very closed off. He was very hard. He was very rigid because of his life that he lived. But was he like, but look, but was he like that with everybody? This is what I'm getting at. No, he wasn't. He with me, he was very different. So that's my point. 
So yeah. I feel like when we talk about divine feminine and we talk about the divine masculine and maybe them one being whole and, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of dipping into this too. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm very, yeah, go to war. Like I will go to war, like I will go to war and we're going to do this and I will lead and I will lead everybody into battle and we're going to make it and we're going to do this. And we're going to go. And I get very masculine in that sense because that's, you know, but I, but I feel like I was put into this position because there was nobody else to do it. There was nobody else doing it. I, you know what I'm, does that make yeah. sense? Like, I think you can imagine, like, if you're a visual person, imagine there's a bunch of people and we're standing around and mm -hmm. we need, the, and then there's stuff, come, like there's stuff coming, like things are happening, stuff is coming and it's going to hurt everybody. And none of these men, none of these other, you know, nobody's standing up to do anything or to lead the people out of the, out of the path of destruction. That's how I felt. And I, so I felt like, it, and that's when I, I stand up and I do my thing. And ideally, I, and then I get where you're coming from this, but like there's, I do this, but then there are people that I am a softer with and I'm where I'm much more compassionate with. And, and my compassion comes off very Gibbs, like very much of that way, but it is there. Like I, I don't, I do not condone people on even on my side or that. I hate that. I hate this. But my side or their side, the anti-vax versus pro-vax, the red versus blue, the Republicans, Democrats, I, I don't condone, I don't condone what a lot of people do, but I don't condone even like the people that follow me, my people going in and, and, and saying terrible, awful things either. Like, that's not okay. Like, you need to have compassion. I get it. They were terrible to you and they said terrible things to you. But if you can rise above that, even just, just a little bit and look at, at how they're living their life and how they feel in the moment. Yeah. Have compassion and walk That's away. Cool. Don't be a doormat. Don't stay there. Don't let them run you into the ground. But understand that that it doesn't have anything to do with you and have compassion for them. Because remember when when you woke up, how hard it was, how hard it was to, to all of a sudden wake up and, and realize that everything that you, you believed was bullshit and, and everything you learned in school was probably bullshit and that your parents were, you know, we ended up going to like the person, your parents were dealing with their own trauma because now we're their age. Now we're dealing with their own, you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, and the, the, we step back and look at that. We don't know how to look at that. We don't know how to see that. We just absorb it. Right. And we take it we internalize it. And that's where it begins. Like we got to start with the younger generations. We, you know, we got to heal our generations, but we also have to make sure that we figure out why the carryover happens so that we can unwind the carryover before, you know what I mean? It's like right. snapping the twig and saying, okay, this is where this ends. And this is how we're going to keep this going. Okay. Right. This is Jim. He calls me cupcake. He's one of two people that gets to call me cupcake. Hi, Jim. Two people on the planet that get to call me cupcake. And he's one of them. He's I am not. I'm going to have him on the show, but he keeps dodging me, but I love your face. Anyway, Jim, it's all good. Anyway, you're right. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get off track, but yeah. No, no, no. But like, it's true. Like we learned this, our generations before us and our generation learned this and we, it's, and I get it. You got to step forward and stepping forward. Here it is. I used to step forward, balls to the wall first. Like, you know what? Nobody's ever going to hurt me. Like, you know, I will right. hurt you before you hurt me. And it wasn't until right. I went through my health crisis that I learned that you know, okay, I had to find a new way because if I kept going that way, I was going to keep hitting my head against, so I had to find my divine feminine. I had to bring them together. So now when I step forward, it's different. 
And it right. doesn't mean well, see, it's, and it's not feminine. It just, it's different, but it's not wrong or right. You, it's not wrong or right. I mean, I don't know if I, the guy, I don't know how to shoot a gun, but I know I could pick up a gun and defend myself if I needed to. But I want to work, figure out, well, why did we get to that point first so that we can break that so it doesn't have to get to that point? Like, you know what I mean? We got to go back to the. I do. I, I do know, like, I do know what you mean, but I think when we get to that, I think that point, like that point where the separation happened. And you, when you think of divine masculine and divine feminine, you think of one entity, like they're both within you. And so do I. I, I believe that we both have divine fat. But more so up. when I talk about this, I'm talking about the two separate entities. And yeah. Well, there, how what? many people are actually, how many people are here? How many people? That's, are yeah, here? you're here. But I think this was, but I, I think it was done by design. And oh, I think I, that it was done strictly for that purpose. Because when we when we talk, even you go way back in history, and you know, I don't think a lot of that needs to be healed. I think the men being the providers and the protectors, and this might catch me some shit, okay? And I know I am the way I am, and I can take care of myself, and I can do my own thing. But when at the end of the day, like when it, you talk about like that initially was the way that it is or was, and was the and I do feel like that's the way it's supposed to be. Now, as I've kind of grown into this very masculinist attitude, like I don't want to give that up because it's it obviously it makes me a really good leader. It makes me very successful. It makes me very driven. And I am and I I anticipate and I expect to be paid the same as a man and I can negotiate. But at the same time, so I'm not willing to give a lot of that up, but I want someone to build with. And so there has to be a balance between the two. There has to be like I can't have um I can't it is really hard for me to work with men who are too far to the, uh, like, not even, not work with them, not like bring them on as guests or anything like that, but like to work in depth with them who, who don't know how to lead, who can't lead because, or who can't step into their own or who can't make decisions or who can't, like, I can't be this person all the time. Like I, I need, there has to be balance. The balance of the relationship in any relationship, whether it be friendship, intimate, you know what I mean? Is that there has to be a balance. And if there's not, then it's one way or not. And that's any, that's that's not just relationships. That's friendships or coworkerships or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I it took me a long time to actually, like after I got hurt way back when it took me a long time to really want to be and like, you know, get married, kind of do that all over again. Not because I didn't love the person I was with, but I was Mm -hmm. in my head. I realized that I had this thing that you get married and all of a sudden you have to be cooking dinner and you need to be cleaning the house and you need to be like that switch in me. And I refuse because of what I learned as a child. I don't want, I never wanted to be that. Like I would rather yeah, go. We're not, we're not doing the, the gender roles either. Like we're not going back to that. That's, we're not. And that was where I had to make we're peace. Not that. that isn't what it is. You know, it, I, it's not in my opinion. Like I, and if you want to cook so, and you love to do that, do that. Like I'm not putting that down, mm-hmm. but I would be rather chop wood. I would rather build fences. I'd rather, you know, use power tools instead of clean the house. Yeah, there are, there are some women out there who were born to do this. And I and I I love them. And I, I think that's amazing. They were born to be mothers. They were born to be wives. They were born to 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 be homemakers. And this this is what and they take lots of pride in it. And I'm super proud of them. I think that's amazing. And I think it's hard. And I think it's because you kind of, you know, you don't necessarily sometimes have you. And I know it can be hard. I disagree. Parenting is a full-time job. I admire. It is. Everyone who takes care of, you know, people say, oh, you're, it's hard. It's hard. 
when I was blind, I got in, I got to experience staying at home. It's not easy. Like I, I, no, I it's not. You know, you're isolated. You got little kids around you, men. They ask you questions at five 30 in the morning and you're hungover. And it's like, look, I got to go do the show. I love you. Here's some frozen pizza for breakfast. And have your good day. So Jennifer says, yeah, you have Jennifer to. says with a lot of men these days, you have to use your own masculinity to feed their own and make it grow. And I, 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 I get that. Like, I, I get that a lot of men right now are in a position where they need to be built up and, and, and they're torn down. I don't know. I don't know that I, I agree with it necessarily because like, I feel like it should be the other. Cause I, you always know the saying, right? So, so a man's greatest weakness is his woman and a woman's greatest strength is for man. Like the women are supposed to draw their strength off of the men in their life. And that's how I understood it. And, and I still understand it. And actually, and ideally for me, that would be the way that I would want it to be. Like I would want to be, I would want somebody I could draw strength off of rather than constantly being sucked dry. <laughs> Cause I feel like that happens too, if you're not careful. But I think um, if you, you meet, when you're in that, that space with your partner, you can, you can't like the, I need somebody I could be soft with. Josh taught me how to be soft. Yeah, I, I need some. I need someone to bring that out. Like, and and he would hold space, and he was able to do that. But I wasn't able to accept that because I had to work on me first. What I didn't realize is that he was always able to do that. I just didn't see that he was capable of doing that because I wasn't capable of accepting it. So. We, you know, and I, once I kind of, like I said, worked on myself and worked through my disconnections, yeah. sudden it was able, I was able to be strong and powerful and here when I needed to be, but I could also be a puddle of goo and know that it was okay and not shame myself or, you know, and vice versa. He's learned that side because he was very much this way, like power first. Mm-hmm. Where coming back to him learning to be soft was hard. Like he didn't hug when I met him. I'm like, oh no, you need to hug me. Like you know, uh, he's not. He wasn't. He's a not a hugger. No, he he wasn't. I'm he a wasn't. hugger, but it depends on the day. Because he was so like he was taught by his dad to be here, and he had to be that pillar. So again, we just each other together. You got to find each other's balance, like helping each other, support each other's balance, and. That's just not happening, but it had to be here to heal before I could support his balance and he could support mine. Floor is yours, Jim. Go ahead. Let us know. We'll keep talking until your comment comes up. He's got so, insight for us. I know. I like that. He's got insight. He's got insight for me. <laughs> it's okay. Come on, Jim. But um, yeah, God. and I think that and here's okay. Here's the other thing is, and I'm, you know calling this out because I've been the guy in the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not, you know, when you're not finding these balances with your partner or you, you've worked on you, maybe the relationship too. Where's that relationship? How do you feel about your right. relationship? What hurts have you carried We've forward? About that. Yeah. You know, um, we talked a lot about, I know a lot past? of people are going through that. How is your past dictating how you feel about the person that you're with or not with right now? Like how are you reliving that? That is another thing. So now we, we, we went through that. So Jen, 
For those who are new here, Double N, Glenn, good morning. I saw you and I didn't get a chance, but good morning, Double N, Glenn. Good morning, Right Side by uh, Art. Good morning. So we've worked through a lot of this because I carried a lot of, of crap. And it was this was the relationship sabotaging, right? So this is what I would do is I would, I would talk to people. I would get connections. I would make friends. I would do the thing. But then as soon as like things started to feel like they were getting to be too, and I don't want to say in, in my head they were intense, but in, for other people, they were just like, we're close. We're friends. Like I would be like, oh God, you breathe funny. Or like, geez, like, you know, so we had to, <laughs> and I would push them away or I would do things to intentionally hurt them and piss them off so that they would just leave on my terms and not leave, not blindside me. Like, you know, but is that we had to work through a lot of that. And here's the thing. It is, wasn't, it had nothing to, that had nothing to do with that person, the people that I did it to. It had everything to do with the initial portion of being left behind. Yeah. Right. And then me. we went back and we, we went through meditation and we pulled, you know, we did the so, whole thing and it did, it took a couple of days, but after a couple of days, it started to resonate and it was like, and then I would not get triggered by certain things anymore. And people would say certain things. And I like the, I love you. It's like, we spent a whole segment on that. Now people say it and it's like, I accept, I accept it. Like I, I, I accept it. I don't, you know, I, I, I try not to overthink it and I try not to question it regardless of the situation. I just accept it. I live in the moment and I think, you know what? I deserve this a little bit. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make this, let this make me happy for a few minutes. And mm -hmm. I do. And then I just leave it be. Hold on. So Jim is back. I know. Jim's got a lot to say here. So Jim, Jim's got a lot to say. So Jim says, as boys, many of us became enamored with the athletic accomplishments on top of our mental accomplishments. Yeah. And thus, boys sports, God, I can't this morning. boys sports are often more attended, mo are often the most they attended are. from high school age through college. Mm -hmm. Much of this is based on male bonding and a certain hierarchy or system set within us that is what our roles are. Yeah. And he says, some are the point guard setting others up for success. I think I know where he's going with this. And so some I. are, so it's kind of like the higher. So we talk about the alpha males, the betas, the, and then whatever the, the rest is, you're always going to need people to follow. You're always going to need like second in commands and you're always going to need your commands. And I think that's kind of where he's going with this. Like the sports in school well, that just really drilled into you. This was the well, higher. I played varsity volleyball and stuff in high school and basketball. And I remember being so disappointed that we never had crowds. Everybody's like, girl, sports is boring. I'm like, I'm sweating my ass off. Like, I have bruises. I have a broken finger. Like, you know, I'm going all the way. And 10 people would show up. But, you know, so, you get varsity side with the boys. And, yeah. Right. I think Jim's thing is, I think, so others are forwards who fed the ball and the job is to score some of the linemen to create a safe environment. So every, what you're saying is everybody's got a role to play. And, and I agree with this. But I feel like in – in the last however long, maybe five, maybe 10, maybe 15 years, okay, we have more people who are not willing to step into that leadership role. So you've got the hierarchy. I feel like we got more men. And I'm, I'm talking about the men. And I don't know. I'm not a man. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I see things different. But just as based on what I see, and with we talk about toxic, and I think, I think, Feminists have everything to do with this. I think the feminists have beat them down so much. And then on top of that, they were given a fucking platform to do it. So on top of them just feeling the way they feel and doing what they do, they were given a platform to beat them down with even more. So I, I, 
I feel like, but I feel like that was done by design. And now we have, we don't have enough men to, who are willing to, to guard up and to go. They all want to fall back and, and let, you know, the women do it. I, and I said what I said. Like we did that. Women did that. Said we don't need you. You're not strong. Like we're gonna outstretch. Like we did that. Like, but we did it. that. But this, what I'm saying is, we did that because we weren't given a choice. So mm. this is where it goes back to. So I, I don't, I don't believe that we did it. I don't. And maybe the feminist movement and their fucking weird thought things is like, like the the fe- look. I said what I said. The feminist movement is weird. If you're a big flaming feminist in here, eat me. I don't know what to tell you. Stop beating on our men or I'm going to have to come at you. And that's going to be a bad day. You want to talk about feminist. Okay. I will show you the ultimate feminist, but I, and you're right. And I think feminists did this, but I think initially, I don't, I don't know where the switch happened. Was it the, did the feminists come first and kill it? Or did the men start to like back away? It was a generation after the feminists of what I've seen in my experience is that that generation that came out that saw their grandmothers and their mothers doing it, all of a sudden they became right. really hard and they went, everything goes to an extreme. Everything, when you lose power and you go to power, you have this moment, right? Where you go here. Now, whether you stay on the far side or you come back to central, right. very different. Um, but I think it's just, okay. It's like teenagehood. Okay. We get out of, we, we get to like 17, 18 and we want to be adults, right? We want to be able to drink when we want. We want to be able to do what we want. We want to stay out all night. We go to a street, right. street. Most of us come back and realize that we can't drink every day from morning to night because we got to get up and we got to pay bills. Right. So we come back, but there are, ah, I know we're here. <laughs> we're here. There's a, there's we're a here. Listen, I don't, I feel a little attacked, right? Look, listen. I feel a little attacked for a hot minute here. You're frozen. Am I frozen? Is my Wi-Fi being trash? Like, what's the deal? Am I frozen? Sorry, go ahead. You're on. No, it was me. And my Wi-Fi is being. I got everybody's on it right now. No, I'm being attacked because I decided in in my own right to throw back six pack or more last night. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm not in celebration of my my merch link in description. And those see what I did there. But I think we all go to extremes. Some of us get stuck there. I had a moment when I was 19, 20, where I I had to step outside my body and realize like that wasn't the life I could live because I wasn't going to be able to sustain it. So I had to make a choice. I had to come back here. But there are a lot of people who are still stuck here because the hurt is so real and so big that they can't come back here because they're so hurt. So they continue to relive the pattern over and over again. And I think right. that's well, when we go and I'm talking about feminism beating down the masculinity and partnership, like, you know, that is happening and I see it. And it, you know, if, if I was in a relationship that was doing that to me, I mean, right. and I didn't think I could get out of it because it probably costs more to leave her than to stay with her kind of thing. Um, I, I don't think I, I would be this big and I would be like, I can't deal with, like, you know, I wouldn't be able to deal with things outside of myself and I wouldn't be the person. So Jennifer, sa- Jennifer says the women have stepped up to fill that role to protect our people as a whole. And it needs to shift back to the men. It needs to shift back to balance. I, I think it just needs to, cause yeah. Cause like, like we talked about this a few minutes ago, Jennifer, I don't want to give up. I love who I am. 
I love that I'm able to step up and, and lead if I need to. I love that I'm able to take care of shit on my own if I need to. But what I want is someone to be able to share that same passion and balance right. with, like that same drive. I need like, you know, the male me, like I need, you know, and regard and that's friendship or like what it's, I'm not talking like anything like that, but I'm talking about that's, that's ideally the balance. Like, I don't want to go back to barefoot and pregnant in the fifties. Okay. I, I want to stay where I am and have somebody be able to help balance me out. And there's also that protective role that's kind of missing as well. Right. I don't have anybody that's ballsy men, you know, and, and this isn't all men, but I'm, I'm, I'm not intimidating, but I am intense. And so I feel like sometimes I can be unapproachable. So it's, there's no real protective role there because they're too afraid to come in and say, listen, you know, like, listen, shit, like you're, you're going seven nights a week and now you're throwing in three more day shows. And maybe you need to take a step back, make sure that you're eating, make sure that you're, you're drinking enough water. <laughs> maybe that's enough beer for you for like to somebody to take control and and not say, you know, and that's, that's not fair. It's not fair because I should be able to control my own life and I shouldn't expect anyone else to do it, but it would be nice. It would be nice for somebody to come in and say, listen, shit. That's enough Corona for like you've got to show in the morning, you know, just to, but that's okay because that's the position that I put myself in and stand there and yeah, and that person's right. there. But I want someone, you know, like when I when I envision what this looks like, I envision like walking into battle. I'm say battle, and it could be a, it's a proverbial battle, okay, of anything. The Amazon warrior and, and the the opposite and the, and the feet. Correct. Yeah, like, Correct. Yeah. Like yeah. I had, I had gone to this past life. I've done this and I've got, I had this balance in mm-hmm. a past life and I, and we were native American and I, I was yeah. the leader with the women. Like I led the women we did, you know, and then he was the leader of the men. And then together we created this amazing but thing on, on your side. Is there anything interrupting you from energetically holding that space? Trust. There Trust. we go. So I do not it's it. I, and I openly admit it. Like I don't, I go hard and, and it's very rare that I find somebody. And we talked about this because you were kind of the same way. We go hard and mm-hmm. I go hard and I go hard 20 hours a day. And I'm working on the show and I'm, you know, DMing and Sonia, I got her going hundred miles an hour. And it's hard to find somebody to be able to match that energy and passion and drive and not be intimidated by, it, or not get jealous. That's another thing. There's, there's some jealousy there. There's like, that has nothing you know. to do with you though. That has to do with where they're at. So the energy Co- that, that's correct. That trust energy. Oh, oh. My, how do we, my how do we make that so that it's the, the um, static side of trust, static side of trust, because it's funny enough, I'm going through some of the th- same things at this point for a different reason. How do we bring that energy back into wholeness so that and unwind that so when you lead and you meet somebody or somebody meets you or you're on you know live that energy isn't the first thing people hit because that's what happens what it's not what we say what we do that people see first it is when they walk into the room and you feel your energy whether you know it or not you're picking up on that right so mm-hmm. that is also plays into you know your internal makes your external in when your internal is here and that doesn't mean you have to be perfect I'm not talking right. about being perfect, but when you remove some of the static that allows different people to find you and come into play into your, into your world. Okay. So Bo Doing 69 on TikTok says women 
oh, oh, sorry. Woman is a compliment to men. So they complete a man. They should not compete. And that's just it. Like, there's no competition. Like, I don't, I don't, there's no competition. There's no competition between what I do and what you do. Like, and I don't want you to ever feel like there. I want everybody to win. I want everybody successful. I want everybody happy in, in whatever role they choose to be in, in terms of whatever this is. I want, there's no competition. And, but there, you hit it. Yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head. You were talking about that. I do not trust. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 You know what? I do not. I don't try because I'm thinking. I went through this with Sonia. She's not a man. Mm-hmm. Sonia's Sonia, but I, I I did this with her. Like I had some stuff happen, and I then I started to pull back from her. I'm like, you know what? Obviously, I'm just gonna take this all on myself because obviously nobody else can step up to my like nothing. Nobody can step up to my level. I'm just gonna and you know and. But I worked through that a little bit because I'm like, that's, um, no, we're not, we're not going to do that this time. Like, we're going to do it differently. And so that's, that's where my head's going. Yeah, smash the like button, you guys. What are you doing? Um, is there a difference between a strong woman and the strength of a woman? I personally don't think so because our strengths is our, you know, we are strong because of our strengths. And our strengths can be our weakness. Our strength can be our strength. I think it's all the same. Yes, I have a TikTok. It's um, in the link in the, in the description. I am going to be doing more. I forgot to hit the like. She got a new phone and now she's going to, and she did all the updates. And now she's like, we're, we got the shipwreck vibe with Jen. Like we're going to get her. So make sure you go follow Jen on TikTok. You've got Instagram. Everything is listed below as well as the link to sign up for her meditation class. It's like what? 31 bucks or something. It's 31 50 a month and it's four weeks. It's every Tuesday night. And it's just a place to come. I started this because when COVID started, I realized quickly in March that People, so much was happening. Nobody had a mental gym. All our gyms were closed, but nobody had the mental health gym. So I started this because I wanted people to have a safe place to come and just be for an hour a week. And I, I encourage you all to go. I work with Gen One on One. I don't like group stuff, but I encourage if, if I encourage a lot of you to go sign up for this and, and to get in with her circle and to get in with the people that she works with and learn how to do this. Because here's the thing, and people come at me all that they're like, this is with what's going on it has everything to do with what's going on it's the whole reason i started to meditate in the first place because if you can meditate and you can isolate your mind and you can move all the distractions out of the way and you can get clear what happens you stop seeing the shit like you stop you can see through all lenses that are not yours that have been your environment and your that you've taken on when you can see through the bullshit like you get it like you can see something and you're like no like that's no, I'm way too like clear for that. Like I'm not, this is why I meditate and I meditate a lot because I need to stay very clear and I need to pay attention to what's going on. And obviously do the shows, it helps me be successful in so many different ways that I will never, ever, 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 ever stop. Like, I feel like this, this just became a big, um, 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 um like tool, tool for me to use cool. and, and do what I want to do. Here it is. It also gets in. I like. I use meditation too to do self reflection. So when something's going on, like I'm having a trust thing happen right now, where my right. trust has been, you know, it's been right. shaken. And I, you know, I wanted to go down, and I did. I had this big emotional like moment where I was really hurt. But I had to step back and said, you know, and I was ta- thinking about this morning when I woke up. I'm like, how did this hurt you? Like, where did you carry that hurt that it could hurt you? Mm-hmm. 
And it's not to protect myself and never be hurt again. But I know that that hurt. The only reason that you didn't hurt me, I hurt myself because there's hurt in me that I didn't heal. And I need to heal that. And because, you know, I always laugh when uh, people make me cry. I'm like, oh, you made me cry. But you didn't make me cry. Nobody makes me do anything. No, maybe like, you know, there are You choose to feel that way. And that's huge. Consciously, subconsciously, it's there. And so I'm going in and I'm going to like, you know, I know where it comes from. And I know I meditation gets me, self-hypnosis gets me into that place where I can start to unwind that. And so that when I interact with the world, even if somebody does something, I don't take it on. That's, and that's, that's and that's huge. And I think I didn't understand that in the beginning because you'd said that to me from the beginning. You were like, is this yours? Are you taking this on? Does this belong? Like, I didn't understand. Like, no, probably fucking not. Like probably somebody, because people like they send me flies to my dreams because they hate me so much. And that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not bitter. It is the season. But listen, I didn't quite, I didn't quite understand that. But it, 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 it clicked like all of this crap happened. Right. And and you and I, we got together and we did the, the, the stuff and the feelings and it clicked. It's like, I got to decide, like I need to decide because I have the options to keep the, you know, whether it's a person or an experience or a place I have the, I have the options. I, am I going to take this on? And then if not only am I going to take it on, but can I accept it for what it is and not try to change it and not try to force it? And then can I be okay with that? And then once you kind of get in this where it's pretty much your responsibility, how you're going to dictate it, it really, nothing from it is going to affect you. Because even if it goes south, it's like, oh, well, you know what? I, I'm the one that decided to open that door. And I guess we're just going to shut it now. And well, we learned. Like, it happens. We can't, you, don't, you don't carry it around. It's not emotionally draining you or, or ruining your whole day. It's, okay. it's so amazing. Like, I love this. I want everybody to get to this point. So when Sorry. we talk about the masculine side of you that comes forward, yeah. we don't have the equal balance. We have to shift why that's, you know, the, the part. And I'm not saying it's all you, but I'm saying there are things in us that prevent us from seeing the world differently. Right. And when we heal that, then we have the opportunity to see the world differently, whether it's different or and not. And I do. Well, then you totally other thing. Then you're not sabotaging shit either. It's like I would hurting people that had did nothing to me. Like they didn't do anything to me, but I'm like, Oh, I feel like this happened before. So I'm just going to. But that's and how the subconscious works. That's oh, how it you're, works. You're going to get hurt. So I'm going to take you out of that situation uh-huh. aggressively or unaggressively, depending on where you're at and where. How- aggressively. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so right? I don't look at it. Didn't, but I got tired of my own shit. Like I, there was a catalyst moment and I got but tired of my own shit. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I mean, either I'm just going to like pull away from everybody. And just not do anything, or I'm gonna, I gotta work, I gotta fix this because I'm, I don't, I don't wanna hurt people. I don't ever mean to hurt anybody, but it happens. Like, I, I've been just as toxic to people as people have been to me. And I, I accept that and I know that. And I'm trying to fix it. I don't wanna be a toxic person. I don't make jokes about people's insecurity. And I used to do that a lot. I don't know if you know this. I was kind of a shitty person, not really shitty. I was, you know, no, I was. I was a shitty person. I would make jokes of people's insecurities publicly to get a rise. And then it started to happen. And I, I learned it was a learned behavior. Okay. Yeah. And it started to happen to it happened to me. There was like this one time where it did. And it, it happened to me all the time. But since I did it too, it just, you know, but it happened to me this one time. And for and it hurt. I was like, whoa, like, whoa, this wasn't a public, like, that's not like, what are you like, you joking about people's, and then it, I had to sit with that. Right. Cause like, 
I ain't doing. And I stopped. I fucking stopped. There will be no more jokes about people's insecurity, you know. And then I call people on it too when they do it. Like that's not okay. I've got a solid boundary with that. That's so healing. Thank you, Snow Bryson. I love your pain. That is that is the self reflection part. Um, right. And we we've been we don't do it enough. I personally don't. don't. Um, and I gotta you know this is where Josh came into play. He's the first guy when something goes on. He looks at himself first. He doesn't look at the situation. He looks at himself first. Mm-hmm. And as I was going through my process. It was, he was, that was a big influence on, Hey, this may have nothing to do with you. This may have everything to do with me. That mm-hmm. doesn't excuse your actions. That doesn't mean you get to be crappy, but if I'm being affected by you, there's something I need to examine within myself. And when you start doing that, you mm-hmm. take your power back. You become here. Yeah, Like instead here. of like, why are you doing this to me? Take it back, like, man, why am I, why am I allowing this to keep happening? Or why am I feeling, why am I allowing this person to make me feel this way? Like, what the hell's going on? Here it is on the toxic side of both feminine and masculine. That's what's happening. And we're not, we're not stepping back and healing ourselves and going enough's enough. Hey, you don't get to do this anymore. And I'm not going to be this way anymore because I've now stepped back into my power. Right. And moving on. Um, but that's why we get so here. That's why hate happens. That's why separation happens. Like, it's why the world is so divided, ununited, and <laughs> ununited, divided, united. You know, it's humanity, in my opinion, does things that we look at it. Like, again, I'll come back to this. I've been saying this since I was like two or three years old. We have this power of creation and we use it to destroy ourselves. We have to figure out how not to use our power of creation to destroy ourselves. But it starts with us first individually. And then it goes like this. And then that division that's been created over the generations won't exist anymore because it won't have a place in you. If it is selfless to be selfless, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's no longer the reality that we're co-creating together. I, you know, yeah, and I, I hate from there to hate the here gets inside your cells, and that hate, whether you believe in it or not, can still live within you until you unwind it. In my opinion, and I well, and hate- you do. It all starts with it. It all starts with you. The perception of the world is your perception. If you think the world, if you view the world like it's on fire, it's on fire. But if you view the world as if it's healing, which I think we do, probably more so than not. Like things are starting to heal. Things are starting to, to right themselves. If you look at it that way, it sure shitless. It, it seems like it's a lot better. Like, and this isn't sticking your head in the sand. This is all about perception. If a hundred percent of people in the world, okay, decided, you know what? It's not on fire. We're just going to be nicer. We're going to be kinder. We're not going to, we're not going to, um, we're going to stand we're gonna be, together. Right, we're going to be honest. We're going to, we're, we're not going to, we're going to be authentic. We're not going to fuck around. We're not going to try, you know, we're not doing all of this. If they all did that, like that, nothing could happen. Like there could be elites all over the place. It wouldn't matter because we're like, whatever, like we're there's, more, there's more of us than there are of you and you're old. So, and we can run pretty fast. So there's that. <laughs> could you imagine? But that's where we stand together. That's where there's no more one versus the other, other versus the one, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Everybody steps together, and I think that that's where they're. Well, we don't. Mm-hmm. I think 
and you know, maybe that's where masculinity and femininity doesn't exist. It's just something new where you are who you are and you bring what you have inside you forward because who you are inside is who you emanate on the outside. Mm-hmm. And on the inside, I'm an intergalactic bouncer with a hard right hook. This way, you know, there's been a lot of that. You know, how many, I, I went into the boys gym. I, I went on the boys side for gym because I wasn't getting what I needed on the girl side. Mm-hmm. I went there in grade 10. I was like, I can't play here. I'm going to go play here because this challenges me. Okay. Um, so I have another, so now that we're, you're talking about that, so that brings me up another point. So what are your thoughts on men becoming women and then competing in women's sports? Oh my so God. I'm, I haven't even, I haven't even had time. Like I don't, I have, I, have, I, have I, okay. I don't, I don't know. So I've seen a lot and I know that because people have sent me stuff too, but I know I've seen a lot of this happening and nothing against you don't want your man. You want to be a woman. Fine. I don't, care. but now you're going into women's sport, but you're still biologically a man. And when you talk about men and women, biologically, there's a fucking difference. There is, there is, there is, you are stronger. You're faster. I mean, you just are, you're built. Men are built different than women. So when you got men, biological men competing in women's sports and then they're they're winning that's the problem so they're just they're just kind of walking off onto the field taking first place and walking off and it's it's and as you know because we both were athletes in school and I you know I was an athlete all through my 20s I still am I guess I just don't compete with anything but when you as a woman when you work and work and work and work and work and you finally have an opportunity but then to have a a biological man who is now a woman come in and just take it away from you without, because biologically they are are built for it. Like this is where the toxic masculinity comes in at too. Like what the fuck? Like what? That's not protecting women. I'm sorry. It's not, that's not, that's not wanting what's best for, do you know what I'm saying? This is where I get, I get frustrated and I probably get a little bit triggered too when it comes to them, the men yeah, the no, masculine part. But then people are like, "Well, you know, women, da, 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 women want to be men." Well, and maybe I don't want to be a man. I I love being a woman, but when you're supposed to, you're supposed to protect. I mean, and and, and blow, you know. But you're going to come in and you're taking that away from them for what? Because you couldn't make it in male sports, like I, I without actually talking to some, I can't even. Like I have not. You you decide where your gender is. I don't have any. Like I you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, I'm not saying anything against that. I believe we all know who we are and we have to be who we are. Mm-hmm. As far as the sports thing, I'd have to sit with that. I haven't sat with that and see where, where you feel it. I have to sit with that. I feel it right here. Like, yeah, right here. I'm fucking mad. Um, I don't know. I was the guy who used to go into the, like I said, into the guy's gym class because I could, I felt that I could compete with them. So um, right. maybe I, maybe I couldn't, I don't know. Top athletes, maybe not so much, but, right. um, but, you know, but I get, and then like, we could go to the other side of that. You got women going over to the men's sports and then, and I'm so. talking more about like the kickers, like you wouldn't talk about football. Football is probably the best example. They, they usually have females in football usually are, are kickers. Their legs are longer. They can kick. They're just, we're just good at it. Cheerleaders, whatever. I've never been a kicker, but I can kind of understand too, because with the men, because they worked really hard to get to that role, but then have a woman come in because she's naturally able to, you know, I, I don't think it's fair. I just, I don't, I don't think it's fair. I think that needs to change. I, 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 I again, I haven't looked at, I haven't done enough research on right. 
where, where's the men, like, what is the mentality behind it? What is, you know, is it, you know, where are they coming from? Where, you know, it's the, 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 well, the, it's, it's coming from like the, the pronoun shit, like respect my pronouns and everybody's got pronouns and I don't want to be a girl today. I want to be a boy today. And, and if they were on that to like, I, again, I don't care what you want to be, mm-hmm. but you can't I go after that. people who, yeah. who don't want to do that. Like I'm like, I'm raising my boys to be boys. And until they're old enough with 18, 19, if they come at me and they're like, you know what? I feel like I was always fine. Fine. Be a girl. I don't care. Like whatever you're going to pay for it. I'm not like whatever, but and I'll accept them the same. They're my kids. I love them. But right. like to raise if I feel like that that takes away too some of the identity of, of people. Like I've I was a tomboy growing up. You were too. Like we were tomboys growing up. And then to have somebody come at me and be like, Well, you're probably supposed, you know, and and, and force me to be a boy, like that would kill me. That would have killed me as a kid. I, I loved being a tomboy. I don't know. I just I think that's all a part of it. And I think it's all just I think we all kind of have to find our own. Like we all know, I think we all know deep down inside who we are. Right. Whether we know how to express that or how to, you know, live in that, in the, in that you. Um, but yeah, I, I think you got to be you. Yeah. Guys like trucks. Women are like cars. We both go fast, just differently. That's cute. I like that. <laughs> that is. I good. like that. That's good. Let's, I think that's a perfect way to end the live. Jen. Jen, yeah. we're, right at, we're right in an hour. Do you have any final thoughts for everybody? Leave them some positive shit, Jen. Well, I was thinking about this this morning when I, you know, was making coffee. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being who you are. And thank you for being here, supporting and supporting yourselves. Because as we grow and as we expand who our, you know, our team, our, everyone coming here and opening up and standing in who you are, that changes the world. You get to change the world by shifting who you are, by finding you and loving you and being your authentic self. That changes the world. And thank you for doing that. Thank you for being here. Every morning. So Jen and I, so we are mornings. We are Wednesdays and Fridays right now. And then starting in February, we're actually going to move the morning show. We're going to do Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And the morning show as part of the shipwreck show is going to become like its own different entity. So we're going to have a different branch of the morning because the morning shows are, are kind of wildly different than what we do at night. We're still going to keep the night shows, but we're going to do the morning shows more consistent Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Um, and that'll start in February. And I'm really excited to announce that I'm really excited that Jen and I have decided to partner up and, and to continue this because I feel like it's been really successful and the feedback's been really good. That's all right. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out to the live today. I love your faces. And I will see you tonight with Dank Wicked at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for more current events and political talk and his smoke and a rant. Other than that, you guys, take it easy. Keep her moving. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for Dare. Bye. You think it's so fucking damn?